Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This would be the Game Awards episode for the year that is 2020. Now, normally I would make Matt do an introduction of some sort. Do you have anything off the cuff? It's the Game Awards episode 2020. It's not our rewards, but it's Gamers 2's thoughts and reactions to and, the nominations and winners thereof. Yeah, predicted predicted winners, yeah. I guess. Or our winners. Yeah, yeah. Based who, on. Who we would choose. So the, the Game Awards have provided the nominations and we're going to criticize them and critique them. And choose our victors out of their nominations. Out of their nominations. And then we're going to watch the Game Awards at some point and then tell them what that, why they're wrong. December 10th at probably 7 p.m. That seems like it's normally when it happens. I'm going to scroll back up here. Uh, no time yet. But December 10th is correct. Of course, the Game Awards hosted by the one and only Jeff Keighley. The man, the myth, the video gaming legend, Jeff Keighley. But yeah, should be a decently quick episode. I'm no, I know we're going to get into a fight at some point. It's just how it happens with award shows. I mean, I'm I uh, by fight with award shows, I mean Matt's going to say I have no idea. I didn't play any of these games, and I'm going to say, well, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> there, there is one thing I'm really irritated about, but we'll get there. Oh, there's a few things I'm irritated about that I've noticed, but I haven't actually like dug through this list this is the first time i'm seeing some of these categories i've seen some scuttlebutt some uh water cooler talk around the old interwebs twitter specifically in dealing with things being snubbed things being on a list that might maybe not should be on a list don't know what that term is for that overachievers maybe but yeah as per usual we'll start with the bottom of the list Shall I read these? Yeah, anything esports related, you'll probably <laughs> need to take because I'm not familiar with names and pronunciations in general. Hold on, I need to determine if this cat wants to claw my legs first. Folks, it appears the cat is clawing his legs and has decided that he wants his chair back. He <laughs> I notice you're in my chair, human. Where did I? My name is Anigo. Boots Montoya. I am wearing a tuxedo. Prepare to die. All right, so here we go. Let's go for the best esports host. 
I am pretty sure I'm still going to butcher these names, even though I have heard some of them. Uh, but I am going to try. Have a Shox Deportes. There's supposed to be an A in there. Deporte? Uh, so Shox, Alex Machine Richardson, Alex Golden, Bo- Golden Boy Mendez, James Dash Patterson, Jorian Shiver Vanderheijen. Hyden? 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 I like that name. I, like, I always like a Van, a good Vander name. Are these all ex-players? No. What's the deal with them needing to have like a, a they a all handle? have they all have handles the same way. Like they for a lot of them they still play the games, but they're not ex-pro players. They're just players in the game. And I think it's the idea of like the ways to relate to the community type of thing. Of they've just that that was their handle when they were playing, so now it's just stuck. It's a little cheesy. Oh, it is a little bit. Uh, but best esports host, I believe. I don't have the 2019 winners, but I believe Shocks or Golden Boy won it last year. I believe they were both nominated. I'm going to give it to Shocks. Uh, I'm going to refrain. All right. From voting. Shocks it is. Best esports event in 2020. Mm. <laughs> uh, Blast Premiere, the Spring E 2020 European Finals for CSGO. The Call of Duty League Championship for 2020. IEM Katowice for 2020 CSGO. League of Legends World Championship 2020. Or the Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Farming Simulator. Ooh, the Farming Simulator World Championships 2020. Uh, I respect the right-in vote. I'm going to go League of Legends World Championships. I do Probably always. One. I do always love me some IEM Katowice, just because it's a fun name to say. Mm-hmm. And Intel Extreme Masters has a lot of fun locations. But uh, League of Legends World Championship uh, for people keeping votes at home. That is technically two votes for League if you consider Shocks only a League commentator, but she does do other things. Just to be fair, best esports team: Damwon Gaming from League of Legends. Dallas Empire from Call of Duty, San Francisco Shock for the Overwatch League, G2 Esports for League of Legends, or Team Secret for Dota 2? I got I got nothing. It's all you. Esports, all you. Let's go let's go Team Secret. I like the name. Cause that means the whole team has a secret. What is that secret? Were they cheating? <laughs> Ooh. I doubt it, but you know, I needed I needed some type of storyline to run. So we're gonna go best esports team, team secret, best esports athlete, Ian Crim Six Porter for Call of Duty, Heyo Showmaker Sue for League of Legends, Kim Canyon John Boo for League of Legends, Anthony Shatzi Cuevas Castro for Call of Duty, and Matthew <laughs> Herbot for CS:GO. I mean, Canyon played well. Showmaker played better. Let's give it. Let's give it to Call of Duty. We haven't had a Call of Duty winner yet. Crim Six, you win. Sounds good to me. All right, Matt approves. We move on. Best esports game: Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Fortnite, League of Legends, or Valorant. 
I don't really have an opinion on this one either. I want to say I'm shocked, folks, but I am not. Let's go with Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Yeah, that sounds good. Really spreading the love around right now. (laughs) Here we go. First time I might be able to get an opinion out of Matt. Content Creator of the Year presented by Adobe. Sign up to Adobe now to get Premiere. (laughs) I feel like after I say presented by Adobe, I'm supposed to do an ad read. (laughs) Sign Uh, up now to get Creative Cloud for one year's access at half cost or something like that. It's not worth it. Wait till I get to the uh, sub presented by Subway. I don't know if there is one this year, but there there has been one in years past. Uh, Content Creator of the Year presented by Adobe nominees are Valkyrie. Valkyrie Valkyrie. I don't remember how she actually pronounces that. J. Ann Lopez, Tim the Tatman, Nick Merckx, or Alana Pierce. I mean, I've really only seen a significant amount of content from two of those people. So I'm I'm gonna go with Alana. I'm gonna go with Alana as well. I think it's been a great year for Tim, but I think Tim's been big for a while. Yeah. I think Nick. Same thing. Alana's good, good shout. Alana's had a a big year. She's had a great year. Valkyrie, great too. Jan Lopez is the one that I don't know uh, that much about. Um, but Alana has had a if if I remember right, right before quarantine, I think she had put up a video of her channel hitting two hundred thousand subs. She's now eclipsed five hundred thousand. And is still ever growing and has now gone on to get a job writing at Sony Santa Monica. Has she said what that means for her YouTube channel? I think she's still doing stuff and whatever. Yeah. I think everything is still on, but she is now also writing for them type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's had a hell of a year hosting so many gigs. She created the, uh, I don't know if you saw that. She created the Accessibility Awards. She partnered with Steve Spawn from Able Gamers. And they did the first like Accessibility Awards in gaming for accessibility settings and all those things like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So well done, Alana Pierce. You have our vote for Content Creator of the Year. Best Debut Game. Are we ready to move on from that? Yeah. All right. Best Debut Game. Carrion. From Phobia Game Studio and Devolver. Mortal Shell from Cold Symmetry and Playstack. Raji and Ancient Empire from Nodding Head Games. Roki. Or Roki? Roki? I don't remember how that Uma is pronounced. It's not an Uma. Uh, Polygon Treehouse and CI Games. And Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games. Um, I'm familiar with the Roki's the only one. Well, the two R's there, Roki and Raji or whatever. Uh-huh. Nah, do you, do you recognize those at all? I feel like I probably have called them out, but I don't, I've never looked at them. Yeah. I'm in the same boat here. Um, I think f- I got to go with Phasmophobia on this because that game just looks fucking dope. I enjoyed Carrion, but I feel like it was a little light. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a fun I'm going to be a bad guy and destroy a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Phasmophobia does. I think Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia also has the idea of uh, current headspace in its favor. When you look at the list and you're like, what was most? Oh, Phasmophobia. I, I remember seeing a bunch of that recently. 
mm-hmm. that will fill the bill. So, uh, yeah. best debut game, Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games. Yeah. That one's on my, my checkout list. Like, I checked that one out. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I know another person that can get to play it along with you and me. That's three I of us. VR. VR. I know somebody that has a VR set. That's four. Yes. Yes. What I like about it is I could be playing in VR and, like, still be playing with you guys. Yeah, exactly. And you would just look super weird because it's really And funny I would also probably be way more scared than you guys. Maybe. I might, um... Definitely, but I also feel like there would be a certain point where we just wouldn't be scared anymore. Yeah, maybe. Or just like, that's it, bring it on, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Yeah. (laughs) You read some, I'm done. Best multiplayer. Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo. Among Us, Inner Sloth. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone, which is obviously Infinity War Raven and Activision. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout and Valorant. Fuck reading who they're from. Uh, this is actually this is a it's a good list. This is a tough crowd. It is. <laughs> it is a very tough crowd. I think I have my winner, but it's a tough crowd. I don't like that Animal Crossing's on here. Really, it makes sense. But I feel like there's a other – the problem is I can't think of one, but I feel like – like Phasmophobia is a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. True. I think really this is between two of these games. I think it will fall between three of them, but yeah. The third being Animal Crossing or – No. What's your three? My three are Call of Duty, Fall Guys, and Among Us. I, I think it's going to strictly be – well, oh yeah, Warzone. Hmm. Fuck. Yeah, you're probably right on that. I was going to say Among Us and Fall Guys. But because they specified Warzone, I'm like, oh. Yeah, Warzone, it's clearly... I. It's not my answer. Uh, I, think, I think Warzone's the weakest of those three, but I think those are probably the top three. I think Among Us is the one that's going to... I think Among Us should win. Yeah. I mean, Fall Guys... Sure, it's a 2018 game, mm-hmm. but we're not saying best multiplayer of 2020. Yeah. Or, sorry, of of a release in 2020. Fall Guys had a good run initially, but it kind of tapered off. Yeah, and I think it, it still has its moments, and it's still making waves every now and then. But Among Us has just been killing it. Yeah, it struck a chord, and it's still still running. Yeah, with it. it fits really well with... Uh, I was going to say with society. That's not what I want to say. With current. Current, current state of things, of everybody being locked in your house, it's easy to, easy to play. It's on your phone for free. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's only five bucks on PC. But everybody can play, and it's all just a nice, big, fun party game. It's like playing Werewolf or playing Mafia or playing any of those games where before you all needed to be in the same room. Well, what if you weren't? And sure, are there other games like it? Yes. But you're constantly seeing Among Us streams still. Yeah. So, yeah, Among Us. Gamers 2 choice for best multiplayer. Yep. Um... Best sports slash racing. Uh, Dirt 5. Haven't played it yet. F1 2020. Never will. FIFA 21. I did play that. NBA 2K21. Nope. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, 
I mean, I part, think part of me that, readjusting myself constantly over here in my chair. I feel like since Tony Hawk's in this category, it's not really going to be a contest, and it's going to be Tony Hawk's. And I feel that's right. Tony Hawk should get deserves to be rewarded for how good that remaster was. That remaster was great. FIFA was more FIFA. To the point that they spit on the Nintendo Switch again. Well, I feel like that that statement could be true of all set of all these games. Shh. That's my secret. Oh. It is. Even even Tony Hawk, really. No. Tony Hawk, because it's you if you took the original ones that they're copying, Tony Hawk one and two, and put them side by side. You that, tell a clear difference. Yes, but like... If I took you, FIFA 20 and FIFA 21, he'd be questioning me. Yeah, but in, in spirit. Like, if, if you took Nate, who from whenever Tony Hawk came out... I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> versus current Nate playing current remake, equally enjoyed them. Yes. Yes, it... I didn't play Dirt 5. It just came out two weeks ago, I believe. So I didn't get any time in Dirt 5. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a big Dirt racer anyway. Is that on Game Pass? No. It might be on console, but not on PC. Um, good shout. I completely forgot to mention Game Pass last episode. <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose my check. I'm going to put in the title. They forgot to mention Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> the episode without Game Pass, yeah. dun, 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 dun. It somehow escaped us. Um, but I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't get to play any Dirt Five, uh, F One. I, I've still. I don't think I can play F One. I enjoy watching some of the races and stuff like that, but I don't know that I'm ready for the intricacies inside of an F One car. I think. I mean, even me who uh, enjoy watching Formula One. I think I would prefer Dirt 5 over Formula One 2020. But anyways. I think it's a, think it's partially a shame that these are the only two racing, racing games we get to choose this year. Yeah, racing genre. I'm really hoping for a comeback, but it doesn't look like it's maybe soon. Forza and Gran Turismo and you know things, things are on the way mm-hmm. that can change this category next year. Uh, but my vote is for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah, and I agree that it's probably where it's going to go. Um, best Sim slash strategy. Crusader Kings 3. Desperados 3. Gears Tactics. Microsoft Flight Simulator. XCOM Chimera Squad. I want to give it to Flight Sim. Yeah, that's... I. Yeah, Flight Simulator, I think. Like, Crusader Kings 3 had its moment. Desperado 3, I I saw it release. That's about as much as I can say there. Gears Tactics, same thing. But Microsoft Flight Simulator had a bunch of people that are not sim people playing it. Yeah, it it, it was a thing. It was It's on Game Pass. Which is I crazy. F- I flew around. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. On my on flight simulator, poorly. Did you crash? Yes. I didn't tell you. I, I told this on the podcast, didn't I? I don't think so. I was flying around in flight simulator, and I was doing the the trials, which they put you in like a little Cessna, 
Mm-hmm. I was flying around. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Woo, fly around. All right, I got this. I understand. Uh, what's the biggest plane I could fly? Boeing, whatever it was. Airbus something something giant. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I can't remember if it was a 747 or if it was bigger. And I mean, if, uh, probably an Airbus if it was the biggest one. I mean, it was whatever the biggest one in the game was let me fly. And so I took off out of JFK. Now, I tried to take off in the cockpit. And I kept just going left and right a lot. Even trying to go straight because I was just, I would punch in thrusters, but it was still, you know, you still got to kind of you know, keep it straight, not overcorrect mm-hmm. or anything. But I managed to take off and I wanted to fly JFK to LAX. Cross country flight. It's going to take me a bit. But I'm just curious. Yeah. So I plot my course for J- for LAX. I get up in the air. I finally reach cruising, which was a whole shenanigan in itself of even at full speed and the right angles that I had to be at to actually make sure to keep climbing and not turn into a, you know, a stall and all these things. Finally get up there. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm over Pennsylvania somewhere. Let's just turn on the autopilot and then I'll resume control. I think I remember yeah, the story. story. Now. <laughs> I'll resume control going over California and then I'll land it at LAX. It starts doing stuff and I don't remember if I got up and like walked away or, or what. And I come back and it's still flying, but I was like, it's been banking for a while. Why is it banking? Is it just I was like, okay, maybe I flew too north and it was, you know, course correcting me back down on kind of a more correct path. Uh, no, it turned me around 180 degrees and was flying me back at JK, JFK. So then I said, screw this, and I decided to just crash the plane by going up as high as I could and then nosediving as fast as I could. And it didn't let me actually explode the plane. It stopped me at like 2,000 feet or something. It just cut my screen away. I was like, yeah. ah, come on. Pulling too many Gs or something, right? Yeah, I was going, I was going too fast, man. So fast. Full thrusters, nose down. That's like the beginning of a rock song. Full thrusters, nose down. Other lyrics, shot in the dark. Sorry, I've had that ACDC song <laughs> stuck in my head all day. Uh, but yeah, so best sim strategy, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Agreed. Shame there's no farming simulator. Agreed. Uh, best family, Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> just like the idea like there's not best family game it's just it's best family this is the best family just whatever that means to you best family crash bandicoot 4 it's about time fall guys ultimate knockout mario kart live home circuit how'd that get nominated minecraft dungeons paper mario the origami king now this is where i have to give it to animal crossing i think Crash was a fun game for people. Fall Guys, still a fun game. There's a solid chance Fall Guys gets screwed and gets snubbed out of all of these. I think that's a fair um, prediction. Minecraft Dungeons is a fun time. I haven't played that one yet. It's on Game Pass. Have you Have you played it yet? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played quite a bit of it, and then I was just kind of like, all right, well, I got my Diablo fix. It scratched the itch, and then I put it away. Mm. 
which is all I usually use Diablo for currently until Diablo 4 comes out where it's just like, oh, yeah, give me that loot murder itch. All right, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Paper Mario and the Origami King, I didn't play. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, I love that that's even nominated. That's considered an entire new game. I mean, I guess it is technically, but... But yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Animal Crossing. Because, holy shit, the four months that we were playing that. Whew. Yeah, that's a weird genre. I guess that's Animal yeah. Crossing. The amount of the amount of families that had switches and parents had kids on islands that they didn't want them there and turnips became a thing because you needed to have stocks. Large stock prices. Stocks going up. To the top. The amount of just fun of all right, who's got those good stock prices? Who's got those good turnip prices today? Huh? Who's got them? People selling shit. Animal Crossing. This is the part where it's like no longer a family game, but like there's that Animal Crossing Amazon. I don't know if you remember us talking about this. Somebody opened, uh, I don't remember what they called it. Nook something. I don't know. It was relevant to Animal Crossing, but it was basically Animal Crossing Amazon mm-hmm. where you could sell items for in-game things. I think you could also do it for potentially real money, but it was like if people had objects, I think they were doing it all with in-game currency maybe, but it's like you could have, you could post, you were looking for something, you could search a catalog of, of Animal Crossing items. And then if somebody, if you mat, if you like clicked by and matched with that person, you'd exchange codes and you could go pick it up. And this whole, there was this whole black market. There was a joke that one of the villagers was worth like a thousand dollars at one point because he was rare to get or something. So if somebody got him on their island, they would piss him off and then kick him off, and then in their kicking him off, if you wanted him, you could pay a thousand dollars to go get him from their island type of thing. It was a whole there was a black market for this shit, man. Animal Crossing family game winner. <laughs> <laughs> Best fighting. Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, Under Night, In Birth, XE, <laughs> Late CLR. What the fuck? Uh, I like I the studio that's... name. Yeah. French Bread. Yeah. I just want to give it to One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Because I feel like that's fun. It's not going to win. No, I don't even... Like, I don't know enough about fighting games to give a, a sound But I'm going to give it to One Punch Man. I'm okay with that. I like One Punch Man. Yeah, so do I. Let's give it to him. Uh, best role-playing. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Geshen Impact. Oh, wow, that guy. Persona 5 Royal. Wasteland 3, Yakuza, Like a Dragon. Wasteland 3, great game. Fun time. Really had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. But Kenny and I haven't got together for a while. And the next time we do, it's going to be a football manager time. Because football manager, new one comes out next week. So, I already told him, you're going to have to wait a week before you play with me. Because I got some wild things to take care of first. <laughs> I was going to say, you you have a busy, busy life. Listen, I took the week off for a reason. Anyway. Best role-playing game. I, I want to give it to Wasteland 3. I really like Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's been fun to watch. 
because I've been watching Ray play it. Mm-hmm. But I have personal experience with Wasteland 3, and the writing in Wasteland 3, I loved it. It was great. It's a good time. I don't have a horse in the race. Perfect. Wasteland 3. This is my favorite part about awards. I get to just say what I want. <laughs> Until we get to the game of the year discussion, where we might have a disagreement. And then our final game of the year will be in December... End of the end of the year, December thirtieth. It'll technically go up, I think, like January second. But then we'll um, both just say Cyberpunk can be done with it. Maybe, maybe not. I have strong feelings about Game of the Year right now, as it stands right now. Ooh, I'm interested. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that six month. You, I like that six week teaser. You, I knew in the beginning of the year what my Game of the Year was going to be. And I it know. turned out to be I true. Know. So I know, and it's so not, far. and it's so far not going to be in this mention. It's not, which is where my irritation lies. It'll get mentioned in a couple categories, yeah. but uh, best action adventure: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Ori and the Will of Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last of Us Part Two. I know my answer. Uh, mine's Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Ghost. Assassin's Creed I haven't got my hands on, but I'm assuming it's you know still good. But Ghost, I'm Ghost sure is better. better. Yeah, uh, Ori was a great game, but I enjoyed the shit out of Ghost. Sp- Spider Man is going to be a, another great game. It's it's a very, it's actually a very hard category. Yeah, I mean like like these are all right there. I mean Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was pretty decent as well. Yeah, The Last of Us Part Two I guess was. Okay. If we remove the problems we have, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Minus the clicker problem, which can't be removed for an action adventure part of the category. Um, But yeah, I I, I think we just love Ghost so much. Yeah. That. It's definitely Ghost for me. Yeah. It's my favorite so far out of the list. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Um, best action, Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, Streets of Rage 4. Now I'll ask you, do you consider Half-Life Alex an action game? I wouldn't. I don't know what category to put it in, though. RPG? No, because it's not really an RPG either. It's kind of... I guess action game is right. It just doesn't feel right. Because like, it's kind of a shooter, but it's not really a shooter either. So I guess action game, but that doesn't I'm feel scared. right either. I just, when you when I, when I we're scrolling up and I saw it in action, I was like, I don't know if that's where I'd put it. Yeah, I don't know. It's Action adventure is probably closer, but... Maybe. Yeah, that's probably, I'd say, a better... Like I could, Better. I could see switching like that and Miles Morales. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But, yeah. Uh, best action. I'm going to have to go Doom Eternal. Um... I feel like I have to say Half-Life by default because I don't have any experience with any of the other ones. You are allowed to do that. Um, Doom Eternal. Fun fact. Game Pass. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win this one? That's a different discussion. Who do I think will win this? Might be Hades. I have started playing Hades. Okay. And I do enjoy it. It is a fun game. Super Giant, they just make good games. Look at their track record. It's stupid. Bastion, Transistor, Pyre. You have to like their types of games, though. Yeah, you do. I think objectively they're good games, but you could definitely, you know, not enjoy it. Uh, Because, like, I didn't enjoy Transistor. But I just couldn't ever figure out. My... My smooth brain couldn't figure out the, the combat system. So I just ended up getting frustrated partway through. And I was like, I'm not coming back to this. Uh, I haven't played any of their games. Bastion's so good. Bastion was one of the first like indie titles I ever played on my PC. And I was just like, this is so good. And then I just, you know, that's I've been there ever since. Played Fire. Played, I've played all of them now. <clears throat> uh, I, I, but I think Hades has a lot going for it going towards award season. And Doom having been out earlier in the year, I think people will kind of write it off. But I really enjoyed Doom. Rip and tear until it is done. Okay. I don't know. Hades predictive winner, but our vote, my vote, my vote. I'll say my vote is for Doom. Um, I think that's fair. Doom's probably, probably. It's not going to win anything chance. else. Yeah, it's a fair chance. Um, best VR slash AR dreams, Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Half-Life Alex, 
yeah, I don't really think there's there shouldn't be competition in this if category. If Half-Life Alex doesn't win this category, it's a sham. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Well, Dreams has PlayStation VR, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Iron Man VR. That um, makes you feel like Iron Man. Zing, yeah. Zing got him. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners has apparently surprisingly good, but I don't think it's on the same level. as. Half-Life. I don't think any of those are on the same. They might all be good experiences, but I don't think any of them are as good as Half-Life Alex was. And yeah. I played Half-Life Alex for 30 minutes. I know how good it was. Yeah. Or at least it felt like 30 minutes. It might have been an hour and a half. I get lost in time in VR. I thought I was in Super Hot for 30 minutes. I think I was in there for two hours. So Something like that. <laughs> I just remembered a point where I'm like, how what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, Half Life Alex, all the way. For sure. Uh, innovation in accessibility. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Grounded. Hyperdot. The Last of Us Part Two. Watchdogs Legion. This um, is the one, the one category. I don't feel I have a vote in. Because I don't know. I don't know either, but here's my thoughts on it. Uh, well, let's put it I can predict, have a, I have a predictive winner. Okay. And probably who I will vote for. All right. If we ever got votes, which we don't. But, or sorry, technically we do get votes because everything is voted on by, you go to the, when the voting is live, you can go and vote. But I mean, we don't get to be, we are not popular enough to be in the conversation discussing what gets nominated. Yeah. Are you okay? Yep. Okay. <laughs> a lot of faces over there, so I wasn't sure. A lot of things going on in my face. Dry throat. Eyeballs are dry for some reason. Also felt like there was something in them. It's just weird. Just weirdness. You got a lot going on. Nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> my body's dying. <laughs> um. So I've played Valhalla, fumbled around in that. Played The Last of Us, play Legion. Not familiar with Hyperdot. Neither am I. Out of the games that I've played, The Last of Us Part 2 did have, like, just a fuck ton of it was accessibility touted. It was touted when, I, when it came out for its accessibility options. And I, for my barometer of accessibility options, I tend to use Steven Spawn from Able Gamers. And uh, Steve Saylor, who is, I think, on Twitter, the blind gamer. And it's like, I, you guys, I don't use accessibility settings usually. Almost ever. But I mm-hmm. don't, so I don't know when something's good or bad. But they were all, you know, a lot, a lot of people were all over Last of Us when it came out. So that's my my pick and I assume winner. Yeah, so I guess that's where we'll fall for right now. The last was part two. Uh, best community support. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Fall Guys. Fortnite. No Man's Sky. Valorant. Why is No Man's Sky in here? I guess because they keep just dropping patches. Yeah, the big updates. I want to give it to Fall Guys for their roasting of Tim the Tatman and his inability to win shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, unless there's a, unless there's a category, hold on, let me scroll up and make sure there's not a category for best video game Twitter account. 
No, there's not. All right, good deal. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I mean, Apex has been killing it. Destiny's still doing their thing. Fortnite still exists. Uh, no Man's Sky it also still exists in 2020 with a, what was their most recent update? Like two weeks ago? Two months ago, I mean. Yep. And Valorant is just going to get nominated for all these things, apparently. I don't, like, I don't get it. The Valorant thing, or? Yeah. I haven't seen... Also, I then again, I don't watch... The crowd that they were after, I think, being the CSGO crowd, I haven't watched a lot of CSGO in a very long time. I usually watch when it was big tournaments and stuff. But I haven't... I've never watched those individual streamers, so I haven't watched... If that same if that crowd is this excuse me the same, I haven't watched Valorant to see if it is. Sure, if the big names, Shroud, Doc, Tim, whoever were playing it, I'd watch sometimes, but you know, not often. Yeah, that's kind of the frustration with some of this stuff is like it's hard to tell when you're in a bubble, yeah. or when you're not in a bubble, or like because you never you never see a bubble. Yeah. Even I'm looking even for if the, the bubble, bubble I'm is big, for the bubble to get into it, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, even if it's right in front of my face, I can't see it because bubbles mm-hmm. are usually translucent. It's not even that. Like, I just want to know the bubble exists and know how big it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. That's somebody tell me how big the bubble is. Yeah, exactly. Um. So what do we what do we choose? I'm giving it to Fall Guys. Okay, Fall Guys. Best mobile game <laughs> among us. <laughs> like they just lopped off a game uh, from the end of these. I guess it is implied, but still. Yeah. Uh, among us, Call of Duty Mobile, Geshen Impact, Legends of Runeteria or Runeteria, Runeterra, Runeterra, Rune, Rune, whatever. <laughs> There's no I. <laughs> there is. In my opinion, no. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Pokemon Cafe Mix. I like that that got nominated. Uh, I'm going to give it to Call of Duty Mobile. I mean, if you're going by success, yeah, can't really argue with it's, that one. I think it's between them and Genshin Impact, believe it or not. Yeah. Because as, as, as much as I just had the whole conversation before this about Among Us being on phones and yada yada... Geshen Impact's got that mindshare right now. It's got a lot of mindshare right now. But Call of Duty's got the money. A lot of money. <laughs> and it's actually remarkably good. I played it for a while before it came out, before people started syncing up Bluetooth controllers to their phone. And I was playing with my fingers. And it was pretty fun. Heard here when, first. Nate's good with his fingers. Uh, you, ooh, trigger fingers. <laughs> a lot of flittering. I'm not okay with that, actually. All right, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty Mobile. You win. Best mobile game. Uh, I'll take over for you. All right. Best indie game. Carrion from Phobia Game Studios. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Media Tonic and Devolver. Hades from Supergiant Games. Spelunky 2 from Mossmouth. Or Spiritfarer from Thunder Lotus Games. I think Hades is going to take this one. Yeah, based on all the hubbub that's going on about hype. it. A lot of hype. Uh, Fall Guys in second place. 
always a bridesmaid. They need that costume made right now. Never a bride. Always a bridesmaid. And then it's just you being depressed, watching other people win. Uh, Eating ice cream. (laughs) Stealing crowns. Yeah, so best indie game for me, uh, I'm going to give it to Hades. Sure. Okay. Appreciate the fight. Best <laughs> best ongoing game. Apex Legends from Respawn. Destiny 2 from Bungie. Call of Duty Warzone from Infinity War. Ward. Uh, Fortnite from Epic Games. Or No Man's Sky from Hello Games. No Man's Sky coming out of nowhere. With the elbow drop. Warzone? I don't think so, actually. Legends? I I I think it'll be between Destiny and Apex. Both just drop new content. Apex Season 7, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. But I'm not hearing many people talk about Destiny anymore, even though it just dropped. I'm not in that bubble. But I am hearing Apex talk, so... I'm going to give it to Apex Legends. I'm going to go No Man's Sky. All right, here we go. I like <laughs> it. I like difference. Otherwise, if you guys listen to the podcast, there'd be two guys talking about the same thing the entire time. Oh, no. That's what the show is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I found out my own formula. Uh, games for Impact. Always wanted more descriptive to this category, but here we go. <laughs> I was just going to be like, what does this even mean? Did we ever figure that out? <laughs> no. It's been three years and we've never figured it out. I think it's supposed to be the old uh, like games that have meaning. Like games that make you feel things. All right. Which, then which, The Last of Us we, Part 2 should be on this list. Right. But we should also just skip this category because we are emotionless people. That's true. Unless it's anger. Unless the emotion is anger and frustration. <laughs> which, once again, Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Winner. <laughs> All right. So games for impact, if found... Uh, Dreamfield and Annapurna Interactive Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition from Cardboard Computer and Annapurna Interactive Spiritfarer from Thunder Lotus Games Tell Me Why from Don't Not Entertainment and Xbox Game Studios, also on Game Pass Through the Darkest of Times from Paint Bucket Games I have I literally am going to abstain <clears throat> Next category Yeah, I mean believe <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know. If found in Kentucky Route Zero, I know from the Annapurna account, and I know people that that enjoyed them. Spiritfarer, uh, I know Ray played and enjoyed it. Whatever. Tell me why I, it was that episodic game on Xbox Game Studios. I know Elise loved it, uh, but I I have literally no horse in the race to even jokingly make a call on that. So, good luck, winners. Good luck, nominees. I have no idea. Best performance. Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Daisuke Shuju Siju? Suji? Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades in, well, Hades. And Naji Jeter as Miles Morales. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Having not played Miles Morales yet. And Ashley Johnson did great. Laura did great. But. 
Dice K Suji might be getting it for me. As Jin Sakai. Um, Jin Sakai. I think I'm going to give it to Laura Bailey. Yeah, as Abby. Yeah. I, she, they did great. They did a fantastic job. Um, why is and... Troy Baker not nominated? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why we need like video for moments like that. Just so I can just do the good old Bruce Pants dead stare into a camera. Just <laughs> anyway, yes. Sorry. So you're gonna yeah give give it to Laura? Yeah, I think so. Um, it was a great performance. What kills me about Ghost is that we played, we kind of played two different games. Oh, about how we played, you mean? Because I played it in Japanese with subtitles. That's true. And you played it in English. And the little bit, when I switched back and forth, it just seemed totally different. Just the inflections and the characters, like voices and tones. It was like totally different. Yeah. So it throws me off. But I think Laura Bailey and Abby, like, am I happy with The Last of Us Part Two? Not necessarily, but no, it, she definitely made me feel something. So yeah, she she elicited emotions out of us. Yeah, and that's I think that's the biggest thing. It's like I don't besmirch any of the people that played out that insane story. That was well acted the entire way through from Laura, from Ashley, from Troy, from I think Nolan shows up at some point, uh, from all of those people. Uh, the I don't remember her name, but the actor for Dima, right? Yeah, well, Dina. 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 Yeah. Dima, somebody else. For <laughs> Dina, like all of them. Lev, mm. all, everybody did great. It was a very well-told performance. There wasn't ever a time when I was playing Last of Us where I was like, oh man, you really phoned that line in, didn't you? Like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. It was all very well done. So, Hard category. For sure. Very hard category. So is the next one. Not for me. Oh, no, sorry. Yes, for me. Here we go. Best. So you're going with, yeah, you're going with Laura Bailey, and I'm going to go with Dice K. Suji. Yep. All right. Best audio design. Doom Eternal. Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima. Resident Evil 3. Or The Last of Us Part 2. Thoughts. In your difficult trying I... time. <laughs> So the three games I have the most experience with, obviously, Half-Life, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, right. all have excellent audio. Right. I'm assuming uh, Doom Eternal follows Do- suit. It's got great audio. But not to those three. Not to those three, and I think Ghost is below Half-Life and Last of Us. Yeah, that's kind of the, and I don't know where. I don't. You're, I think we start splitting hairs. But yeah. you have more experience with with Half Life, because the only the biggest sounds I got 
where there was that giant crab thing. Yeah. Walking well, over me. that's the thing is I think they do a good job of the, of the, I think Half-Life is better, mm-hmm. but it's hard to say because you, they're different experiences. Like when you're in right. VR, you have the speaker over your ears and it's very much almost like wearing headphones. Right. Yeah. You're whereas when well, you, you're more intimate with the sound. Exactly. Than, than playing it in a in a room. Yeah. So my vote is for The Last of Us Part 2. I'll say that. <laughs> is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? I don't know. The internal struggle is real. I'll go Last of Us. Yeah? Yeah. All right. We have both gone Last of Us for best audio design, which brings us right into a tangential, not tangentially, a very near, screw it. Uh, The next category. It's related. It's Yeah, related. (laughs) I was like, tangentially related. No, it's not. It's just related. Uh, Best score and music. Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Or The Last of Us Part Two. I'm giving it to Doom Eternal. <laughs> In case anybody hasn't figured out, I jam to that soundtrack. Um, hour and or no, like a, quite a few hours on YouTube. One full video, and just a lot of head banging. You get through the day. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, you can you can do whatever you want, bud. We don't have I don't. To I mean, one. I haven't really played the only. I've played one of those games, so. And I, I suspect that if I played Doom, Doom Eternal, I would feel that... I'm going to play was, the soundtrack for you a little bit after this. It was better. Not, you know... We're just going to sample it a little. Best Art Direction. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. The Last of Us Part Two. Specifically, Art Direction. I'm going to go Ghost. I'm going to give it to Final Fantasy VII Remake. That game looked beautiful. Ghost was great. I'm going to give it to the Final Fantasy. You do you. Hey, boo-boo. The best narrative. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, or The Last of Us Part Two. I'll tell you what I'm not going with. Last of Us Part (laughs) Two. I feel like we're giving it to Ghost. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I, 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 my vote is for Ghost. I haven't played enough of Hades to know the narrative yet. Uh, and Final Fantasy VII Remake is just the same narrative. So what am I, what am I missing there? But Ghost of Tsushima had a, the story was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, and I miss my boy. Nobu. <laughs> right? Nobu was my first horse. Shit, now I don't remember. <laughs> No, Kage. Kage was my first horse. Nobu was my second horse. I don't remember what my first horse's name was now. Fuck. Because Kage bad. died. Rip Kage. <laughs> what was the what was my monk my favorite monk's name? Nor uh, Norio. Norio. Was it Norio? Yeah. Yeah. I kept wanting to call him Nobu when I was gonna reference it earlier yeah. in the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's not his name. Yeah, Norio. You and your 
weapon that I can't remember the name of now. It's not a halberd. Yeah, the fucking pole with the blade at the end. Yeah. Gitao? Uh, anyway, yeah. A lot of, lot of fun stories. Side stories were always good. Hanging out with Norio and Lordy Shikawa and everybody else. Your your uncle's a piece of shit, but we'll, you know, <laughs> each their own, I guess. Best game direction. I just lost my entire fucking document. Best game direction. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix. Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch. Hades from Supergiant Games. Half-Life Alex from Valve. The Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, for me, it's Ghost or Half Life. Um, I, I'd, I'd say the same. Also, I might throw Hades in there. At this point, I, I might throw I might throw Hades in Ghost. I feel like Half Life was an amazingly directed game. I assume, based on the little bit that I played. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Um, I kind of want to give it to Ghost. Yeah? Yeah. Just because, like... Ghost is such an interesting game because there's nothing really special about it, but it's special. You know what I mean? I'm going to give it to Hades. Okay. Fun fact. Best game direction Matt has Ghost of Tsushima. I'm going to give it to Hades. Now let's hit with the hardest question we have in here that I'm not sure I 100% agree with the nominations on, but here we go. Specifically one nomination. Fuck this list. All right, all right. <laughs> Easy. Hold on. Uh, and no, actually, specifically two nominations. But <laughs> Tell me that's not broken. I mean, it doesn't look broken. <laughs> it doesn't look broken. It's face down in two pieces. <laughs> it's the case it doesn't count I know it's the case but still the, one of the last times I remember you uh, you dropping a phone around me was when you were mouthing off about your iPhone 4 or whatever that you had had for years and you're like this thing's never broken I've dropped it all over the time and then you dropped it on carpet and shattered the screen my uh <laughs> the case chipped re- this case has taken like some serious abuse yeah. And the corner of it chipped recently, and apparently that that like losing that little corner has like made it oh just unstable like a... at this point, where like the case is just like ejects. It was a structurally integral part of the case, apparently. All right, game of the year. Here we go. Game of the year: Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades. The Last of Us Part 2. So do we want to start with what we're not giving it to? <laughs> I don't necessarily think that Doom Eternal is Game of the Year it's not. material. I don't, I don't necessarily... I feel like it could be in probably a different year. Mm-hmm. Not this year. I, I definitely, feel like Half-Life should have been here. I agree. I definitely think Animal Crossing should be here. Animal um, Crossing did crazy this year. I don't think... Not I mean, the, Not that sales are relevant of a game of the year. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2. Okay. 
It'll be here begrudgingly, no matter yeah. what. Um, Hades, I guess. I don't really have a say in Hades, but like everyone seems to be all hyped up on it, so I guess, sure. People are, I was going to say jerking off Hades, but that's just mm-hmm. the visual of that god and the whole, that just seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird Greek mythology path to go down. Ghosts, right? I think, should be on here, but I would understand someone arguing that it shouldn't. I, I would understand, yes, I would understand somebody arguing it shouldn't be, but I could also just see it still, it, I think it should still be here, but I could 100% see cases against it being a game of the year. Yeah. Um, and Final Fantasy VII, I don't know. I don't have any thoughts on that, really. Some nerd will tell me I'm wrong, but I mean, it I, probably should. It, it's one of the, it, that and Doom Eternal are my two immediate lops off the list. Yeah. I do not, like what you said two seconds ago, I really don't understand why Half-Life Alex isn't on this list. Um, my guess is it's a, because if I remember right about how the Game Awards happen, they pool a bunch of content creators or outlets, whatever. They pool a bunch of their nominees down, mm-hmm. and then they t- they they go to them and they're like, "You guys nominate three people for this category," and then they combine and they take all the most nominated people out of those, and then they put them in the categories. So my guess is that a bunch of people just didn't end up playing Half Life, which was like the problem with it being on VR is that VR isn't so mm-hmm. around. But it's like, it's such a good game that shouldn't be indicative of the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which I, that's a, what I, I'm assuming is the case as well. Um, i trying to think. I feel like there should be something else on the list, too, but I can't think. I would, I kind of. Or he can make the list. Talk was, uh, did Star Wars get snubbed? Because that's not on the list, but it fell in. From where it released last year, it falls into the category of being nominated for this year, as we already talked about earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yep. I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if like Among Us was on the list as well. Could have been. Fall Guys could have been. Yeah, I mean, there's... I'm just flipping back through the list just to make sure we didn't miss something. Valhalla could have been on the list. Miles Morales could have been on the list. Ori, I think I already said that though. So you know, there are there are definitely things that could have been put on the Tony. Honestly, Tony Hawk could have made it show up on this list, and I wouldn't have been surprised. If you're gonna put if you're gonna put Final Fantasy VII on the list, Tony Hawk one hundred percent could have shown up. Yeah, I do think that having Final Fantasy VII Remake on there is kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's wrong, but I don't know that it's justified. Yeah, I mean, my I would have preferred other people on the list. Um do you have a choice out of this list, I guess? I don't know. It's I really wish I had more time in Hades. That's the dark horse for me. It's like I feel like a lot of there's clearly a lot of Hades love and hype and like I literally have no frame of reference. So Yeah. Um so there there is that where I wish I have played more of it. 
That being said, I think when we both came out of Ghost, at least for me, because I know what your actual game of the year it currently is. Mm. But I think when we both came out of Ghost, having just finished Last of Us, and people being like, Last of Us is our game of the year, and we're like, we don't understand that. But then we played Ghost, and we're like, this is clearly a game of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, de- I didn't even register when I was playing it, or even during the Ghost phase, of being like, Animal Crossing is a game of the year. But, when I think about it, definitely makes sense. So, here's where I fall. Because for months, that was the thing. I fall, like, my choice off this list would be Ghost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I had to choose one that I object, what my objective thoughts are as far as Game of the Year, it would be Animal Crossing. Um, I don't, I wouldn't pick The Last of Us and I don't, I don't think it, <sighs> The Last of Us kind of falls into the same issue that Red Dead had, where like, too long. Yeah, Red Dead was, is a massive epic and it will always be, it'll be like one of those, like one of those games that will, that will be a, Red, a milestone. Red Dead, Red Dead is like a, fine wine yeah the further you get away the further it's aged Mm -hmm. in your thoughts back to it the sweeter it becomes yeah but in the moment it was going up against a perfectly paced god of war yeah that had quite literally nothing wrong with it yeah so and the last of us also has a shit narrative yeah like there's Last of Us is a, it's, a masterpiece, but it's not like... It's a technical marvel from yeah. how good their capture is to how good the acting is to how good all of their sound design was and everything else like that. And then it's ruined, for for me anyway, by a story that I don't give a shit about. Yep. So The Last of Us is out for me. Final Fantasy VII Remake is out for me for sure. Doom Eternal's out for me. Um, Hades, I just, I don't know. Hades might be the dark horse winner. Yeah. I mean, to me, objectively, Animal Crossing, I think is, would be it. Um, Hades, I have no frame of reference, so I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if that was chosen. I, I think my vote. So what are you, are you going to lock in ghost? My personal vote is ghost for sure. I, I think my personal vote is Ghost begrudgingly to Animal Crossing in a way. Because I feel like that is my number two, and I feel like they're very close. But, I don't know, Ghost to me just, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, another one, don't have a platinum in, but I'm like a couple things away, but I'm just like, yeah. I'm a... You could probably bang that one out. Oh, I could, but I'm not going to. Just do I, gotta, I gotta plug the PS4 back in. Do you, though? I'd have to redownload on the PS5. <laughs> I have to redownload on the PS5. It's just like it's a thing. God forbid. Well, because then I have to bring over my save data, so I'd have to hook up the PS4 anyway to transfer my save data. You don't have it in the cloud or no? Nah, probably not. Because I don't have PlayStation Plus, and I think that's the only way you can save it in the cloud. <laughs> okay. Game Pass. Um. <laughs> it's all about Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this year. 
I think I think that's this is the one benefit you and I get from when we actually do our game of the year discussion. Cyberpunk will be out. I will be able to have Shadowlands as an argument for myself. It'll yeah. be a fun time. I mean, this is literally this award show is happening the day Cyberpunk <clears throat> comes out. So Cyberpunk might sweep next year if it's actually as good as yeah. we hope it is. Um. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's going to come down for me. It's it's just going to come down to Half Life or Cyberpunk. So yeah, this is really the only award show I want to do this for. Anyway, mm-hmm. I debated potentially doing one for the Dice Awards because it's the only other show that we really that we really <clears throat> hold to any standard. Because the Dice Awards are the one you know you're voted on by industry. Yeah, two peers. So it's, so it's uh, more. That's the one we'll we'll go over the nominees and winners for it, but we won't sit down and give our our two cents on it. The yeah. only other time we'll be giving our two cents is when we do our own game of the year discussions. But the Dice Awards will have us do the just the nominee rundown of of like the choice categories. Mm-hmm. Their game of the year votes are like their sound design things. Which I might I might try to get among or get Hades in there since it's got so much Yeah. So much uh twenty five bucks. You can probably find it on sale. Because there's going to be a bunch of Black Friday sales happening. So. Yeah. That's all I got. That's been the the Game Awards gamers to uh, pick-ems. <laughs> or what else to call this. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you guys for the regular episode next week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.